settle with a nice little building and facility like this. But God's heart is to bring in more people. The doors are open. More chairs need to be filled, but time has come. Our courts need to be extended. And it's a time when the Lord wants to rebuild again. And he wants to invite you to that rebuilding. And I was praying for this morning, the Lord put in my heart to look at the life of Zechariah, the prophet. During the Babylonian captivity, there were three movements into Babylon and there were three movements towards Jerusalem. You know all the stories. Zerubbabel came with a group to rebuild the temple of Jerusalem. Ezra came back to build up Torah life or holiness and purity and scripture. While Nehemiah came to build the city walls. And Zechariah's prophecy is a mixture of various things that have been happening there. So the story goes like this. Zechariah's grandfather, his name is Ido. Ido is a priest, was a priest, and he was in Babylon. He had never had an opportunity to minister in the Jerusalem temple because it is not there. There is no ritual, there is no sacrifice, there is no people gathering to worship because all of the priests are in Babylon. So he is a priest by name, but he could not perform his duty. So he was praying that, Lord, we know your promises that one day you will bring your people back and we will rebuild the temple. And then I'm looking for for that day when I can minister in that temple. But that didn't happen. Ido thought that his son, Barakhiah, would do that. But it seems that Barakhiah passed away, died early leaving his young son, Zechariah, in the hands of Ido. Years passed by. Suddenly, Ido heard about this great move. Zerubbabel is gathering a group of people and walking to Jerusalem. He's very feeble. He's very weak. But when he heard that there is a rebuilding that is happening, his heart was filled with so joy and he said I am going to be there I will be in the party and he said I will take my grandson along with me even though I could not minister in the temple I can see Zechariah ministering in the temple of Jerusalem so this family with a great expectation is going back to Jerusalem And what makes this family so unique is that Ido, as the father, has a great excitement uh, in terms of the names that have been given. Ido means God's appointed time. 
Barakaya means God's blessing. Sakaraya means God remembers. Okay. Look at the value that this family is carrying. Idol. This is the appointed time of God. But when he looks at Sakaraya, he's saying that God remembers that appointed time and we are going to be part of that. And this morning, this is what the Lord wants to challenge you as a church. This is your appointed time. The season has come. Because God remembers some of the words that have been spoken over to you as a church. There is a great stirring within our hearts for the northeastern part of England. There's a great cry for revival for God's presence and his glory to descend upon us. I believe that this is the season, that appointed time for you as a church to pick it up and walk and to start entering into the ministry that the Lord is calling us. But then there's a fascinating thing happens. Edo thought that uh, Zechariah is going to be a priest. He thought that he can enter into the priestly company, practice uh, all the things that are needed to be done in the temple. But things changed a bit. From priestly to the prophetic, from a movement of rituals and actions now to something seeing for the future and establishing things through the word of God. From you know, restrictions of a priest to the liberty of the word of God. The honor of listening God's word and speaking into reality. From rituals of silence to spontaneity of the, of the word of God. From being cyclical, from doing everything regularly to covenantal, to things that are kingdom-oriented. That's what has happened in this travel from Babylon to Jerusalem. Zechariah has been taken out of his priestly robes and put it into a prophetic robe. Church, time for you to wear your prophetic robe. Time for you to be spontaneous. Time to enjoy God's living word and working on it. So now, Zechariah is the prophet now. But if you study the Old Testament prophets, whatever Zechariah has spoken about Jesus Christ has fulfilled in the life of Jesus. For example, it is he who said that Messiah will ride to Jerusalem on a donkey. He said that 30 pieces of silver for which the truth was sold. He said that the body of Christ will be pierced. He said one day the feet of Jesus will touch the Mount Olives. You know, these prophetic powerful words of Zachariah was fulfilled in the life of Jesus. So it's a very significant person that we are listening to this morning. 
One of the regular repeated phrases that Zechariah says that then you will know. The Almighty has sent me. That is a powerful thing. That means that the word is very active in our midst and when you see fulfilled things then you will know. Then you will know. It is a, a, a word that the Lord wants to put on you this morning is that to remember this phrasing as you step out in faith, then you will know. Then you will know. Then you will know that the Lord Almighty has done this for us. This morning I'll just take about five visions that the Lord gives to Zechariah in these early chapters of his prophecy. So fascinating to see how this rebuilding is happening and at the same time the Lord is giving visions through this prophet that how and what you need to expect when the rebuilding happens. The first one is in chapter 1 verses 8 onwards. During that night I had a vision there before me was a man mounted on a red horse. He was standing among the myrtle trees in a ravine. Behind him were red, brown and white horses. I asked, what are these my lord? The angel who was talking with me answered, I will show you what they are. Then the man standing among the myrtle trees explained, they are the ones the lord has sent to go throughout the earth. And they reported to the angel of the Lord who was standing among the myrtle trees. We have gone throughout the earth and found the whole world at rest and in peace. In the vision, Zechariah is seeing, you know, shown a picture of a group of people, men standing who are traveling around the world. And they come back to God's angel and reports that, Look, everything is settled. I have kept the enemies under control. The world is in peace. No more Egypt going to come against you. The Syrians are going to come against you. The Assyrians are going to come against you. Nor the Babylonians are going to come against you. I am setting a peace in your midst. So that you can rebuild. Church, this morning you want to grasp that truth that God wants to establish a peace in your heart. Nothing to be disturbed by things around you but to be strong in understanding God's peace that covers each one of you and as a church as you move forward. And God wants to make you know that very clearly. But the interesting thing is that in the next uh, few verses, in verses 18 onwards, the second vision comes. Then I looked up and there before me were four horns. I asked the angel who was speaking to me, what are these? He answered to me, these are the horns that scattered Judah, Israel and Jerusalem. And the Lord showed me four craftsmen. I asked, what are these coming to do? He answered, these are the horns that scattered Judah so that no one could raise their head. But the craftsmen have come to terrify them 
and throw them down, these horns of the nations who lifted up their horns against the land of Judah to scatter its people. This is the second picture where four craftsmen has been appointed by God to dehorn. I don't know whether you know what is dehorning. Those who are in the farming communities, you know that those bulls with the big horns are dehorned for economic reasons or safety reasons. God is appointing for his people four craftsmen who would dehorn anything that comes against you. What a powerful picture that the Lord is giving to this prophet. So these people who are assigned a job, who came, came back to Jerusalem to build up his kingdom. And I pray that this morning, whether it is an individual challenge that you face, whether you see enemies with big horns against you in your workplace, in your personal life, there is a dehorning that the Lord wants to assign upon your life so that you will be safe before God and you can do your things in the best way. Then the second chapter talks about a new vision. It talks about, then I looked up and there before me a man with a measuring line in his hand. I asked, where are you going? He answered to me, to measure Jerusalem to find out how wide and how long it is. While the angel who was speaking to me was leaving, another angel came to meet him and said to him, run, tell that young man. Jerusalem will be a city without walls because of the great number of people and the animals in it. I myself will be a wall of fire around it, declares the Lord, and I will be its glory within. Especially when you think for the next, we will always calculate the measurements. We will try to figure out how many square feet we need to space God's glory. The Lord is saying that, okay, you try your best with your measuring tape, but I'm going to put a firewall for you. And it is an ever-expanding wall that can contain the people that are coming in. The people that are coming in. Firewalls. Measuring tapes are a reality but the firewalls are prophetic for the church to take in. But then suddenly you will realize, oh, we don't have proper walls, proper walls around around the community. Will the fire can protect us? Then the Lord says that whoever touches the apple of his side, you know, Whoever touches you touches the apple of his eye. In verse uh, 8, 8 of uh, chapter 2. It says that, you know, it's in the same vision. Same vision where the fire has a wall. But suddenly you can remember, oh, what does that mean? But the Lord is saying that it's like eyelid. God is the watcher. 
if a dust comes into your eyes, the eyelid closes. So is the Lord watches over his people and their work. So these are the three visions that we have seen. Let's look into the fourth vision, which is in chapter 3. And then he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord and the Satan standing at his right side to accuse him. The Lord said to Satan, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is it not a man burning sticks snatched from the fire? Now Joshua was dressed in filthy clothes and as stood before the angel, the angel said to those who were standing before him, take off his clothes his filthy clothes. And he said to Joshua, See, I have taken away your sin. I will put the fine garments on you. Then I said, Put a clean turban on his head. So they put a clean turban on his head and clothed them while the angel of the Lord stood. We see a picture of the leadership that the Lord is bringing into a new season. A season in which New clothing, new anointing, new turban, new authority being placed upon the leadership. This is fascinating when you think about people of Israel coming back to Jerusalem to establish the new things in God. He's picking up Joshua and placing him and then add new covering new shape, new turban, new authorities coming in. And what it is saying is that verse 6 in chapter 3, the angel of the Lord gave this charge to Joshua. This is what the Lord Almighty says, if you will walk in obedience to me and keep my requirements, then you will govern my house and have charge of my courts. And I will give you a place among these standing here. A new authority being given to the leadership as they take the people of God into new levels. I pray that as elders of the church, as leaders of the smaller groups, the Lord wants to place that new anointing upon your life so that the body of Christ will be strong and deeper in its purposes. And as the authority comes, what will happen is seen in verse 10. In that day, each, will, each of you will invite your neighbor to sit under your wine and fig tree, declares the Lord. This new authority will space out into an invitation for the neighborhood to come under the wine. That's a beautiful picture in which God wants to envision the church that it is not just a new move into something that we are going to build, but it is a new move that neighbors are joining us under the wine. And for that, there is a new authority upon the leadership and a new openness and deepening of things to happen within. 
the fifth vision is the last vision i want to share is about the golden lampstand and the two olive trees then again the lord is showing him i see a solid golden stand and with a bowl at the top of the seven sta- lamps on it with seven channels to the lamp and there are two olive trees by it one on the right of the bowl and the other on its left and the and the lord said this is the word of the lord to zerubbabel not by might nor by power but by my spirit says the lord what are you mighty mountains before zerubbabel you will become level ground then he will bring out the capstone to shout of god bless it god bless it and in verse 10 it says who dares despise the day of small things since the seven eyes of the lord that ranges throughout the earth will rejoice when they see the chosen capstone in the hand of zerubbabel this picture of the lampstand with two olive trees pouring regularly olive oil into the lampstand and which continuously allowing the spirit of god to move into the lamp and burns the lamp throughout the season throughout the year it continues it talks about the continuous presence of the holy spirit that's been assigned upon the church so that what is what is a small beginning what is insignificant or thing which you consider as not so big become so huge small beginnings but a bigger end the later glory is much more bigger than the former so you can see this vision that this prophet is bringing to encourage the people who are about to build something new season of peace in your heart so that you will not be disturbed from building together a season of dehorning the enemy so that you are not under fear of the enemy a season of not just limiting measure with your measuring tape but walls been set by the fire of the lord a season in which the leaders are under new authority so that the neighbors can come and take refuge in your situations a season in which the holy spirit is going to pour regularly even your small steps will become a significant step for the kingdom and this morning i want you to raise your faith level to move into that prophetic to move from that priestly role of being doing things in a cyclical way to a prophetic sense 
as we put together the voice of God for this generation and future of the church in this region. Then you will know. Then you will know. Alan. Thank you, Finney, for...